Big Brother, mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want answers? Well, so does he. He's Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. And now, live from Austin, Texas, Alex Jones. Everybody knows now. There are very few who are in denial. Everyone knows that the governments and major banks ship in the majority of narcotics and even grow and produce them. They own the aircraft. They ship the arms in. It's all come out in the news over and over again. The coca plants, the poppies, all of it. And they keep drugs illegal so that the price will be higher, so people will have to rob your house or rob your wife or rob you to pay it, and that money goes back to the banks. Then, when they catch the low-level zombies who are on their product, they then put them in large private prisons owned by the big money laundering banks to then work for 25 cents an hour, driving down wages and displacing your jobs. And the good old boys cheer it. And they say, I work at the prison. I work at the justice center. And then their own son's in there, and they're proud of it. My boy's in prison now. I'm over him, but... That's a good thing. That's America. He got caught with some of them drugs. Because the only job was dealing drugs or running the prison. And that's the predatory New World Order economy. Vicente Fox, who is a globalist, though, is probably pretty sad that his ranch is overrun down in Mexico and that uh, the criminal government down there is going to lose control. See, they've lost the war with smaller cartels. Who are the people are so poor they're ready to die, they're not afraid to die. Pretty macho, down in Mexico. Uh, I mean, it's more people dying every year than died in, uh, in a year, times th three times at least. Three times the people die every year or more in Mexico in the fake drug war than died on the U.S. side in the Vietnam War every year. It's forty something thousand the last three years. Fifty eight thousand died in over a decade of Vietnam. So do the math. And so now they're like, ceasefire, ceasefire, let's decriminalize this stuff. And at the Summit of Americas, with all the hookers and the rest of it, with all of this going on, the news with the Latin American leaders was decriminalize. Stop it. They know Europe in some areas has done this. Crime rates drop massively. People then see drugs as a sad disease, not as sexy associated with money. But see, the system has a two-prong attack. Yet now over 20% of the population of women are higher, men close to that, school children over 20%, on psychotropic brain-damaging drugs. And when they go haywire and kill people, they just then call for taking our guns. And then also push the illegal drugs on them. And the, quote, U.S. government, that means the big banks that run our government, that launder the money and control the Federal Reserve, they said, no, we're not getting rid of it. In fact, we're going to keep shipping guns into Mexico and Honduras, to keep destabilizing things. We like it. We like it just fine. Because the war on drugs is a success. Corrupt the police, imprison the population, bring in drugs, kill the people with ODs, destroy society, have SWAT teams busting houses, kill people, kill people's dogs, kill insurance salesmen's wrong house, corrupt the police. You think prohibition, 10 years of alcohol prohibition, tripling the size of the mafia, corrupting police, Hundreds and hundreds of millions made in those days, numbers, a year. You think that was a success, prohibition for the mafia? Or was it a failure? Oh, no, don't make alcohol illegal. 
that you just made it criminals domain. The government, the feds deal with child molestation rules and kidnapping rules because they publicly run most of the child kidnapping. They'll make a big deal out of some lone scumbag, but when they're loading little kids on C-130s to be flown to Saudi Arabia to have their heads beat in with claw hammers and snuff film with shotgun blast to the head, you know what it comes out? Italian news reports it, German news reports it. They fire the people that report it, not because they were wrong, but because U.S. government officials are involved. You got people that like to beat little kids' heads in with hammers after they rape them. That's who runs the world. Okay? And go look into what I just said, by the way. You're going to be like, that's a true story. Oh, yeah. Would you like to hear more? It's kind of like Starship Troopers on the news. Would you like to hear more? We take you now to Clandethu. We take you now to the planet Earth where the crazy people run things. The New World Order is insane. And I want to bring this up to top researchers. A great researcher, uh, Alan Watt, musician, author, radio host in his own right, cuttingthematrix.com. I want to get him on with us and, 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 and out of the gates hear what he has to say today. Maybe hold him a little bit in the next hour and take some calls. But I wanted to get Alan on today to bring up this point because I have a theory, but it's not really a theory. It's kind of like I have a theory that crawdads come up to the edge of the water and hunt little frogs and things. Little, little crawdads, little freshwater lobsters, little freshwater crustaceans. It's not a theory. I watch them do it. I don't have a theory that ducks fly south in the winter and back north in the spring. I know it. And I've studied elites. It's like a tropism. In every case, going back to the beginnings of civilization, every culture built pyramids and, and sacrificed children on top of them every day. Every culture ate children. Every culture tortured people. Uh, what is that? That's what cultures always end in. Is, is it, Because psychopath, inbred, crazy people keep inbreeding. They're the ones that are like cancer. They're willing to do whatever to have power. They lust after it. And then something happens, they interbreed, which in every mammal species causes crazy behavior, antisocial behavior, megalomania, aggression, a sense of psychodomination, masochistic bloodlust, bloodthirst, every culture, study history. But then something worse happens. Syphilis has been with humans as long as we've been on this planet. Syphilis basically is microscopic worms that eat your brain. And almost all elites that have been studied had syphilitic brains. Pharaohs, mafia dons, British royalty. Jack the Ripper, the crown prince running around killing people. So you've got syphilitic brains interbreeding with aggressive dominant people, creating hyper-psychopathic, blood-drinking goblin creatures, basically. That's what the New World Order is. That's why they do this. Why does a spider spin a certain web? Why does uh, a, a squirrel bury nuts? It, it, it's, it's inbred into them. Normal, wholesome people are blind to this because it's so alien. If we can ever admit and discover this historically, we wouldn't be doomed to repeat it. All right, I take you now to Canada and Alan Watt joining us. Alan, what do you think of my statements and what do you think of the, the point I made with the inbreeding and the syphilitic brain overlay? Oh, it's pretty accurate. Um, 
I mean, even Lenin, they found out the left part of his brain was pretty well eaten away when he was when he died. And, of course, it was insane, basically, for the last few months. So it's a, it's a very common thing, but it, it's because it really turns up in the second and third generation of elite where um, they might all start off as gangsters or, or robbers or murderers, probably all, all, all of them, in fact. And in the third generation who get the education come along and they start to form their clubs. And then they discuss the normal topics like why are we so different from all the peasants that we rule over. And they come up with their own theories. And what they came up with, of course, is there's always been slavery. It's a natural thing. Slavery is a natural thing. And the peasants are always in a different uh, mindset than, than we are because we, we're the leisure class. And we have time to think about things where the peasant doesn't. And then, of course, the fourth generation comes along and then they say, well, the peasant actually can't think about that. He's, he's actually inferior. He's, he's low IQ. And this goes on for many, many generations and until you, you hit the present time. Today, you're ruled by the same uh, descendants that have been here for an awful long time, an awful long time. And again, if you study the royalty, the Rothschilds, all of them, generally half the offspring are locked up in asylums. That's the half that survived. Generally, about half die, and then of the half that live, half are criminally insane, uh, literally acting like monkeys, and then the other half are just psychopathic control freaks. They're control freaks, but you must remember, too, these characters, uh, like the Rothschilds, belong to their own secret societies, and they have them. And Benjamin Franklin, in fact, joined a couple of them, in fact. One in Britain, one Hellfire in... Hellfire Club, yeah. Yeah, and one in, one in France, too, the Nine Sisters Lodge. And uh, he lived the same kind of lifestyle as he did over in France. When you see how much he, he was given per month by the French government and the mansion they put him up in, and the parties he had, endless parties, and all the, the top women of the day, etc., um, he actually enjoyed that lifestyle. But the thing is... Corruption has always ruled the world. Charles Galton Darwin said the same thing, and he was a, another inbred descended to Charles, from Charles Darwin, related to the Huxleys, of course. All the top names are all related together. And he said there's always been slavery in one form or another. And, of course, democracy is another form of it. It's a disguised slavery and with income taxes, etc., and property taxes. And he says, we are in the process of creating a more efficient form of slavery. That was in the 1950s. Well, you are seeing uh, the birth pangs as they go through all, training the public to be terrified, because they use the Soviet system as well, by the way. And and uh, we were supposed to be buckled under the, the threat of power being used against us. It works very effectively, as I say. It worked terribly well in the Soviet Union. And the kill method here isn't taking you at the moment into the streets and shooting you. The kill method is, of course, as you mentioned earlier, is to do with um, uh, giving you cancers, cancers and uh, various diseases that you're never fully 100% fit. Nobody today is. You can't be with inoculations and the poisoned foods, etc. The elite don't get those injections. They don't eat the food that you eat. And by the way, they brag about how they do it, but when you tell the general public about this, they're like, oh, that's scary. I just decide that isn't true. And mm -hmm. the elites say, see, we openly admit we're killing them, and they don't care. And the mothers are like, that's right, I'm taking my kid in to give them a cancer shot right now. Yeah. And then the mother will get attention when their kid dies a horrible death of cancer. That's and right. that, at the end of the day, is really what matters. It's like, gee, can my kid get cancer so I can buy him the cancer Barbie? That's what they really want. 
Watt is our guest. We'll open the phones up for those that are holding. You can talk about any issue. But we're discussing total control freaks who enjoy hurting the natural order. They want to be God. They're trying to overthrow the natural creation. Ugliness is beautiful to them. Alan, you were getting into their admissions. And what's incredible is we've posted all these documents. You've covered it. They admit they're putting cancer viruses in the vaccines. We have videos of the inventors of some of the biggest vaccines joking about killing hundreds of millions and laughing on PBS. And you talk to trendies and they go, well, there are too many people. And I'm like, listen, you maggot, you're being injected too. the GMOs for you. And they're like, whatever. It's like they think if they decide they've joined it, it's like they're on the team, even though they're being destroyed by it. And that's part of the mind control. Alan Watt, continue. Yeah, that's all part of the education, in fact, to get at school uh, and social sciences. There's many names for it, but it's really in a, a new uh, indoctrination into the value of life. What is the value of life? Are we more important than those guys over in sub-Sahara or wherever? And, uh, and they've already indoctrinated a whole bunch into that death is good. Orwell mentioned this too, uh, not Orwell, but uh, Huxley in Brave New World, where the children are brought round the dying, and it's a big party time. And now, of course, we're getting into euthanasia now. They've already been prepared for it. A whole generation is prepared that death is all right, and we should just celebrate it. And and from then it goes on to, well, why don't we just kill them off earlier? There's too many people, or or the the pensioners will take all the money. It's going to cost a fortune to keep them going. Why don't we just use the money for us? And this is all happening right now as we speak, and no one really understands how it's all connected. We live through a plan. Everything from government is still the same part, the same of, of the long-term agenda. Depopulation, a Sovietized world, technically that's what it is. It's a Sovietized world where, as I say, where right now they haven't bludgeoned everybody to death that they don't like. They're simply doing the soft kill and bringing down the populations globally. And whenever these third world countries sign on to the United Nations and, and the bubbles they give them, bubbles are awfully good. We've had it used on ourselves at one time a long time ago. And uh, they take the bubbles and then they take the injections from the World Health Organization and immediately uh, they've got fertility problems. And they have uh, very early cancer onsets, and especially in, in women too. It, it disrupts their whole hormonal system. Males as well turn into females almost. And this, that's the bisphenols, the estrogens. They've known about the bisphenols since the late 1800s when they first discovered them. They knew what it did to the public then. And they waited till the 1950s to put it into the plastic bottles, plastic pipes, everything's plastic, and only you're getting a good daily dose of it wherever you happen to be. So you're under full-scale attack, and you've got to understand, this is not a happenstance thing from one president or prime minister to the other. There's not a difference between any president or prime minister. They've all belonged to the same organization worldwide since the late 1800s, and that's what Carl Quigley talked about in his book Tragedy and Hope. So um, it's hard for most folk to think that that can continue, but uh, it does. You can understand how long the Soviet system lasted. Look, it took a hundred years to plan uh, the takeover by the Bolsheviks, a hundred years before even the first revolution in Russia. These guys are long-term planners because the world is their goal and they work intergenerationally. They employ and train intergenerationally. And now, of course, with the school systems being pretty well universal, same curriculum, 
uh, you've got, they're all indoctrinated from school. The education has plummeted since the 50s, and definitely, definitely the 60s. It really went on a rampage then. And uh, the children are simply indoctrinated into socialism and groupthink. And especially in the U.S., individuality is pretty well eradicated. It's a nasty thing to be an individual. And the United Nations itself has said their main enemy to the whole agenda is individualism. It must be destroyed. So we are living through a plan. We have got taxes uh, that, we, that um, are crippling the public. Never mind all the taxes on food. They're putting a tax here in Canada across all the food stuffs as well now, a value-added tax, or GST, HST, it doesn't matter what they call it, it's all a value-added tax. And uh, we must go into value-added taxes because when you're signing all the free trade agreements, then you're allowing to imports from all those countries which are tax-exempt at the import customs. Therefore, they don't want to lose that money. They simply put the, the, what they're losing onto you and make it up that way through your taxes. That's why they had to bring in value-added taxes for all free trade countries. The U.S. is still to get really hit by that in any significant way. All right, stay there. stay there, Alan. But, but what you're saying here is empires don't die. They just reinvent themselves. And this is a secretive parasite Illuminati cult that's much older than the Illuminati, that's just one of the more modern names, that understands how to control humans, that has advanced technologies, and who basically preys on humanity as a predator class, which was put into an allegorical form of the Morlocks and the Eloys by... We're on the march. The Empire's on the run. Alex Jones and the GCN Radio Network. I have sworn upon the altar of God eternal hostility against every form of tyranny over the mind of man. Thomas Jefferson. It's Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central. 12 noon to 3 p.m. Eastern, blasting out on XM channel 166, blasting out over 100 AM and FM stations, blasting out on WWCR 100,000 watt global shortwave, and number one on all the major metrics from Alexa to Shoutcast on audio streams and podcast, one of the number one pod, well, number one in talk radio on iTunes, uh, now number one on Roku, everything, streaming video, prisonplanet.tv. And, you know, I get really fired up. Their conditioning didn't work on me. I read hundreds of government documents and republish them where they admit they're putting cancer viruses in the vaccines. The GMOs designed to sterilize us. The elites all have their own private farms, are obsessed with it. Wall Street Journal, L.A. Times won't eat GMO. The, the Monsanto uh, cafeterias at their elite facilities with their scientists since 1999. They had a rebellion and will not eat GMO. This is the genetic engineers. That's Associated Press. The Germans, the memos came out a few years ago, said don't take vaccines. And if you want them, we have a, quote, clean vaccine. It's real. I take it personal. I get upset. Last week, we worked real late. We are up here at 9 at night. And I said, guys, you've really kicked some rump. We've reached millions of extra people thanks to your work. Let me take you out to a Brazilian steakhouse. We get there about 
and there is a child obviously damaged. And I go out on the street afterwards and see people with another child that's got neurological problems. And I started crying. And I mean sobbing in front of the guys. And they'd never seen anything like it. Uh, a few times on air I've kind of thought about something, bring up the image, because it gets to me. This is a soft kill, covert holocaust against humanity. The West is dying. 1.3 children for every two adults. We're dying. It's painful. I'm not just some selfish idiot that wants to go, whatever, I'm going to drink beer and watch a football game. I love beauty. I love poetry. I love humanity. I love creativity. I love the innocence of my children, and I want them to have a future. And I think about how we're in the grasp of highly intelligent, inbred super psychos who, who base their culture on syphilitic hallucinations. We're, we're living in the creation of, of, of hallucinating syphilitics. I mean, that's it. This is planet syphilis brain. And, and, and Hitler, it turned out, had syphilis, all of them. Stalin, Lenin, all of them, rotten brains. I mean, I now understand it. We are living in the, in the, in the wonderland of syphilitic crazy people. And again, even though they've cured syphilis or the treatments for it by the 40s, the point is the whole culture is set by that. Inbreeding, syphilis, this is what democide is. This is why leaders throughout history, right when they have total control, just say, black uniforms, mass murder, burn cities, death, blah. That, that's what somebody with syphilitic brain rot will just go out and start stabbing people. Well, you give people, because, again, the elites are you know, having sex with 20, 30 women, men a day. Nero, every time I say this, people don't believe it. You can look it up in the history. Nero, they would have these big day-long parties on holidays that they had basically every week. And his favorite thing to do with all the Roman elite in his palace is he would dress up like a werewolf, they'd chain up a child, and he'd run up. you got to read deeper to the histories because the main llamas don't like to put this in there, but he'd, he'd, he'd rape a child in public and then bite their throats out, ripping their arteries out, spraying blood all over him, dressed up in a wolf's outfit. What, Caligula after him married his horse, you don't get the full story on that. He was married to it. You know, uh, he made it the consulate, the head of Rome, the, the head of the Roman Senate. Uh, he would have the high priest. You read tea leaves or they throw bones on the ground or they cut a bowl open and read their liver. Well, he would he would have the high priest, and that was one of the last straws for him, read its excrement. They all announce themselves God, and that's what Ray Kurzweil and all of them are doing. Oh, we're God. We're merging with the computers. Release the GMO. Whatever happens is natural because we did it, and it's a mutation. They're going to destroy the planet. Okay? They're crazy. If Nero wants to marry his horse and rip children's throats out 2,000 years ago or whatever, or 1,800 years ago or whatever, that's, a, that's, that, that's bad enough. they got nuclear weapons. They've got antimatter weapons. They've got biological weapons. And they're going to kill everybody. Including, they're building giant underground bases, huge redoubts, uh, seed vaults, total insanity. And everybody that works for these people better start sabotaging them however you can to resist them. And I don't mean physically. I mean, you just better start resisting however you can, or there's no future. Alan Watt, can you feel the sense of immediacy? You've got the floor. What do you say about what I just broke down? What's the latest on Alan Watt? Cut into the Matrix.com's radar screen.
Well, they're, they're definitely ready for a big cull. I mean, I mean, I mean a physical cull as well. You look at the, the nonsense with the Olympic Games in London. You've got uh, a warship in the Thames. You've got uh, guided missile systems. They're now putting snipers and helicopters to go over the crowds, army snipers. Uh, I mean, this is supposed to be a, a peacetime a country, and everyone is literally living inside a prison camp. This is the sort of thing you expect in a prison camp. I'm mean, I mean, a real, high, you know, futuristic prison camp. Uh, this is not uh, life for the general public, but uh, they're, they're training. They're using these um, these these big games, etc., to get us all trained through either through attending the, the things yourselves or or watching it on television. That this is the new system. Be very afraid of the new system because they've got a lot of really nasty stuff to implement socially still yet. And they're training the people step by step through fear. And to be honest with you, I don't see any any peaceable way out of this um, because, remember, Quigley said that these guys have been running all the countries in the, in the West for since the late 1800s with this particular agenda. I cannot see them giving up because we asked them nicely. I can't see them giving up if you even try to run your own guys in there into the offices of the presidency. I can't see it happening. It's never happened in a hundred years. It's always their boy gets in. And so you're living through an agenda, as I say. But at the top of the tree, above even the syphilitics, you have another group who do run the banking system. Uh, Their their names are generally never mentioned much in the papers at all because they're not open to the public. They're not really public figures. And they have their own particular agenda. But you've got to go back to ancient times to the present in this particular society. As I always said, and Albert Pike said this in his own book, Moral and Dogma for, for, for the Masons, the Bible of Freemasonry at the time. He said, he said, those who will not use their own intellect to think for themselves are therefore meat on the table and beasts of burden by choice and consent. Now that really is what's taught to all the elite generation to generation, that's the simple explanation they claim as to why you're all down there and they're up there, you see. You are your inferior species, you are slaves, and um, and you never complain. If you complain, it's always petitions and please, please, please to a bunch of wolves, uh, and you get nothing done in, in return for it. It doesn't work, obviously. So they know they're getting to a step where, you understand, democracy, even this, this farce, I call it a farce, there's never been democracy, but the farce of democracy uh, is to be eliminated altogether eventually in the planned society where you have your own communitarian areas like they have in Britain. They've got regions set up in the states as well. They take power away from your local education authorities. They give it to the to the state or, to, or even between three states. So it gets further and further away. The, the ability for, for the ordinary person to go and complain about anything to a politician or a representative or an official goes further and further away and that trains you that it is remote it is remote until eventually you you don't even think about complaining to them it's just it's out of the question you take it for granted you're now simply ruled by experts and uh, scientists and that's how they've already trained the youngsters youngsters today are already trained in this they're getting that at school Uh, and um, it's a better way they claim and um, they can do away eventually with elections altogether. Technocracy is a technique now we've watched in Europe. They place their own boys from the Central Bank of Europe right into uh, countries as the prime ministers, no election. 
uh, that's to happen elsewhere too, and in the States as well. I think in the U.S., though, they'll have a lot more trouble. They do expect uh, resistance. More, really, what you're going to expect in the States is just simple... Um, uh, not even rebellion, uh, be on a personal level when people start losing their homes en masse, that type of thing, or, or they've been told uh, there'll be no more private property under Agenda 21, and they simply burn your house down with you in it, or you evacuate it. That's really what's happening. So in the U.S., there will be um, ragtag, uh, uh, sporadic, uh, uncoordinated um, non-disciplined rebellion on small levels but look what they're ready for look at the ammunition they ordered in for the homeland security for close quarter battle you don't use uh, you know, pistol dum-dum bullets, hollow points for, for overseas, you can't use them overseas against other armies you can only use them on your own population but they've got 750 million rounds ordered what, what do you think that's for? what do the people out there think that is for? It's not for target practice. It's too expensive for target practice. You use the ordinary rounds for that. It's, it's simply for it to be used on the public. So the elite are, are taking no chances whatsoever that anything possibly could go wrong. But it also is very ominous because you're, you're, you're looking at a war situation where those who will represent government, just like the henchmen in the Soviet Union, uh, will um, that you always make sure that and they do they select the guys the pre-select the guys out of the armies you know every every soldier's given psychological tests on the way and they know the ones and how many of them they can count on to be the new Soviet army in America that's right and the ones that are good they send them to fight the insurgents that are actually financed by the bankers and it's a full spectrum dominance uh, false system where. Uh, they just need an excuse to be in a country, so they fund both sides to create the fake war. And then the ones that like to be psychopaths and dominate and control everybody, they bring them back here and put them in command. Yes, they do, and they've been doing that for years now. Uh, every every person who applies to be a police officer has a psychological evaluation. They don't want a, an IQ over 95 or 90, 90, 98, uh, but they want the brute force type ones, the ones who get off on slaughter and power and watching civilians quiver in front of them. That's the type they, they've been employing very deliberately. Remember, everything is, nothing is happenstance. Okay, well, let me say this to you, because, because I know they're scientific. They study every facet to the military-industrial complex. But, but the globalists are not invincible. I mean, give me your take on that. It depends how, how you see it. Understand, most of what's happening today is through almost perfect conditioning generation by generation through the school system is taken over uh, by entertainment and, and television. And, um, and people are pretty well perfectly conditioned. They, they really will adapt to, to almost anything. They know this by the studies they've done already. The, the public, the general public, will adapt to almost every situation that you, you push on them. Let me stop you right there. I was on an airplane and even wrote his name down and told Ted Anderson about it, and he looked at it on his iPhone, and then later I lost the, the, the guy's name. But he was one of the managing director presidents of one of the biggest uh, banks uh, in New York, and I was being flown up there to be on The View. So I was in first class with him. He'd come to Austin to visit his dad that was a retired general. And he knew who I was, I later learned in the talk, and he said, look, people will muddle through anything. Whatever we do, they'll just adapt to it, and we basically use that against them. And, 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 and I told him, no, humanity will prevail. It was kind of like 
Winston talking to O'Brien. But, Alan, I'm going to be honest with you. There's only one area with you that I don't totally agree with you, and that's that uh, that they've got their act completely together. They have general programs. They've studied things. They're worried about the wild card individual. You've talked about that. But I've also heard you talk about, you know, the elite will give us leaders and the mm-hmm. elite will do all this. Well, I know I'm for real. I know that I came out of nowhere by the, you know, going to access TV and stuff like that. I know you're for real and not controlled. And I know so many other people in the system itself, not just independents like us, that don't like what's happening. And I I do see a bigger awakening, and I do see victories. You know, people can't believe I snuck into Bohemian Grove. They think it must have been fake. People can't believe that, uh, you know, other stuff, like they think my David Gergen is, is fake. Well, no, they never just went and stood outside the main entrance to Madison Square Garden during the RNC in 2004, knowing bigwigs would come in to confront them. I mean, that's not rocket science to know, okay, there's one of the back entrances where all the VIPs are coming in. Let's sit here and eat hot dogs. You know, at this stand for an hour and see, and at the time smoke cigarettes, see who comes in here. Hey, that's David Gergen. Let's get him. People who sit there on the bench cannot imagine men of action. So all I'm saying is people have to believe they can take action because I know laying down is not going to do anything. I mean, what do you say to that? Well, they know consistently that 80 odd percent of the public will do nothing. And again, they've got all the, the statistics there. Other countries have measured it. They did it with the Soviet Union. Drzezinski said at the time, he says, he says, you can beat them. You can, you, you can starve them. He says, will they turn around and fight? He says, no. He says, they'll eat each other. Now, that wasn't a, the first time in history that's happened with overwhelming force. But the public here haven't seen that. You can read about the brutality on the occasional individual. We see them tasering folk when they're down, unconscious, that kind of stuff. We see them kicking, punching them. But again, we always take it as to be the isolated incident, you see. It hasn't happened to most people yet. And uh, because of that, they still think it's been exaggerated when these cases come on television or the Internet or whatever. It's not happened to them. Then they, they, They'll actually do all they can to try and keep normalcy, even though you're going through an abnormal situation. And to keep the illusion of law and order while they break the law. Absolutely. At the top, let's be honest about it, they, they break the law all the time at the top. And in so many ways. I mean, if the American people truly were American people, remember the American person of, of today is not the American person of the 1950s or, or 40s. They wouldn't have put up with this, what's happening today. Even, even the average educated person. Well, that's the hormones. I mean, that's the hormones. As you know, people eat, uh, compared to the 50s diet, a lot healthier now, and they're a lot more obese. That's on record. They're just killing us with the hormones. And mm-hmm. they love it. It's, it's fun. Yeah. And, uh, but also it's to do with the massive education. If you were ever to try and truly alter the, the main thing, I mean, Lenin said the same thing, Stalin said it too. You must pay your police, your military, and your teachers the best amounts of money and take care of them because the teachers especially train the next generation. They indoctrinate the next generation in the agenda. It's not the same agenda. It's updated, just like a computer gets updated with its programs. And by the way, I saw this article where a six-year-old girl, we'll talk about when we get back briefly, they don't let the parents discipline their children, then the kids get out of control, then they handcuff you, taser you, put you in a mental institution. It's like only... The warrior ants can engage in discipline. 
It, it's ending parenthood. We'll be right back. Uh, depressing to hear some of the things Alan Watts says, but it's better than living in denial. But I know we can beat these people. I know that if, if you have a, to, a, a total awakening by a large enough minority to the full spectrum of just how bad it is and how this is a false reality to a great extent, a false environment they're trying to complete. They're not done with it, but they're accelerating their program. And they're accelerating their program because from my research, they got behind in the 80s and 90s. Now they're trying to catch up, and now they're at warp speed. They're at warp speed. Uh, Alan, I was mentioning this KENS San Antonio article, and then I've got another one here. Um, this is out of 13 WMAZ. Police handcuffed six-year-old girl for misbehaving, and they said, you're not allowed to spank your kids, but... We're going to taser them or handcuff them, and they're charging her with resisting and now want to put her in the juvenile hall where she'll probably get gang raped and learn how to have diseases. What is this all about? We're about to go to break, but tell us briefly. Mm. Again, it's a Sovietization. They use these techniques in the Soviet system, and uh, they're training the public here to, to get used to it as well. Pretty well everything is happening is Sovietization. The regionalism, uh, the, the, the free trade agreement all came out of the Council on Foreign Relations. The Council on Foreign Relations is one of the main spearheads that control all of this in the U.S. and across the world, too. They run the EU Parliament. And they, they, they boast on their own website in Britain that uh, it was their members that brought in the, the personal income tax and the property tax in the States and in Britain. I mean, these guys want to bring in their planned society, which they rule over totally, uh, with peasants going back to renting. And, of course, to get the cash for renting, you've got to be very politically correct. Look at interviews. I get lots of folk telling me about interviews now. It's all PC stuff. What do you think of this? What do you think of that? It's all the latest upgrade in PC. And uh, and if you get that job, then you can pay your rent. You it's see, all that's... about trending. You don't have thoughts. You're successful because you do whatever they're told. Yeah. And people will adapt into what is political correct. Stay They're, there. I want to bring up to you how HBO is pushing pedophilia now. Why are the elite pushing that? Alan Watts, our guest. 